On Global Flavors this week, we're having a taste of Brazil. Brazil is the largest country in South America and shares a border with every country in the continent except for Chile and Ecuador. Brazilian food is a mix of native ingredients and foreign culinary influences, including European, African, and even Japanese. This week, I'm really delighted to have Agnes Lesser, a Western cuisine chef and also a chef instructor, as well as a multi-sensory dining specialist, Le Cordon Bleu, and she's here to share her love for her native Brazilian food and also how her food story all started. My cooking journey began uh, on early age because I was always around my grandma. My grandma is an amazing cooker. She was not educated in gastronomy, but it was not necessary. She was amazing. And my grandpa, he, he was um, a director of a big bank in Brazil, and he used it to host and entertain at home. So my grandma used it to cook up some banquets for the, the bankers at the city. <laughs> and I was always around her, and I always admire that beautiful banquet that she used to cook, and it impressed me a lot. So I was always around her at the kitchen, trying to learn something, asking her, can I peel the potatoes? Can I peel the carrots? Did let she me... let, did she yeah. let you? And then she started teaching me these very basic techniques, like peeling potatoes. It's not even a technique itself, but... you got to and... start the basics are so important. Good foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see that my family, even though we each one has pursued your own career, but it feels that it's in our blood because my brother, he's a dentist, but he also studied uh, gastronomy and culinary arts. Uh, I have a cousin as well who is a specialist in barbecue. So it feels that the whole family build their own career, but they always get back to the kitchen. It's in our blood, definitely. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I learned a lot with my, my grandma, but I was not decided to pursue this. Then I went to a management uh, career and logistic career at that time when I was young. And then I moved to Asia about 15 years ago. When I moved to Asia, I, I ditched my career, my previous career, and then I started to really pursue what I liked, that was cooking. I studied a lot, a lot, a lot. I remember that uh, for maybe four or five years, all the books in my, my nightstand beside my bed was cooking books, cooking books, but not recipe books, but techniques, because I always uh, was curious on understanding the technique behind the dish, the ingredients, the story, uh, the stories about that, the history of that. Uh, spices, ingredients, techniques, famous dishes. And I was studying, 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 absorbing all that knowledge for myself. And then as an expat that lives in Asia, I am blessed because I could travel a lot. And I tried in every, each one of my travels to take courses to be part of workshop, attending workshops. And so it made, I, I, I managed to, to study in many countries. <laughs> I studied in US, in many countries in Europe. I spent three 
spring season in Tuscany in Italy, studying Italian cuisine, which is one of my favorite cuisines. Uh, and then uh, here in Hong Kong, I graduated as, as well in a, in a reputable uh, culinary institute here. And then from six years ago, maybe, I decided to really make a switch and become a full-time chef, professional chef, and work as a chef. Because before I was just curious, passionate, but... Uh, and then it was my switch. Yeah. <laughs> Here was, I am. <laughs> what was the defining moment? What made you think, right, now is the time for the switch? It was a very nice story because, as I mentioned, you, uh, I spent three spring seasons in Italy studying Italian cuisine. And I have my, my Western chef mentor, let's say. It's an Italian lady. She's the third best chef in Italy by the, the Chamber of Gastronomy of Italy. Her name is Laura Giusti, a very dear friend of mine. And I remember that at the third time that I went to Tuscany to, 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 to have a course with her, I remember in the last dinner night, it was her, me and my husband sitting, having some wine after the service, after the dinner. And she looked at me and said, you know, Agnes, uh, I don't want to see you here anymore next year. I said, why, Laura, what I did to you? <laughs> she said, no, you are ready. You don't have to come back here. There is nothing that you can learn here anymore. You are completely ready. You have to pursue your career and work as a professional chef because I can't teach you nothing else. It was such a big impact on me. And I said, no, because I had that feeling. No, I'm, I, there is always something to, to learn. I'm not ready yet. And she looked in my eyes and said, with my whole experience, I worked as a professional chef my whole life. I'm telling you, you are ready. <laughs> and then, yeah, she convinced me <laughs> why did you still have doubt up until that point because you've traveled the world and and you've tried you know all these cooking and what was the doubt oh Noreen the day that I stopped learning something I will be bad <laughs> <laughs> absolutely there's always something to learn always yes. something to learn and also the, the 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 gastronomy the culinary itself it's a science, it's a form of art, and it's something that evolves, right? The, the techniques, of course, uh, on Western cuisine uh, specifically, everything is based on the classic French cuisine. However, you see the modernist cuisine that the, the, the Spaniards uh, brought it in contemporary times. And I see many techniques are evolving, so I cannot assume that I know <laughs> everything. I don't know everything. And that's a great thing because, Agnes, you as a chef, has you know, you've evolved too from the beginnings of your cooking till now, uh, six years, six, seven years as a professional chef now. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've also evolved um, also. Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to more about um, the techniques later on. Let's talk about Brazilian cuisine. For mm -hmm. some of our listeners who may not have tried it before, how would you describe um, the taste of uh, Brazilian food? The Brazilian food, it's a Let's, let's start by the beginning, right? Uh, Brazil is a huge country. It's a continental-sized country. So 
you have many regionalisms of the, 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 the cooking and the styles, even the ingredient varies. And overall, the Brazilian cuisine is a very nutritious meal, uh, food, very colorful, loads of veggies, fresh veggies, fruits, fresh meat, fresh seafood. And it, I find amongst the, 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 the different uh, cuisines around the world, I find the Brazilian cuisine very, very well balanced. Uh, the staple meal of an everyday meal at a Brazilian home Always there is a nice portion of starch, of carbohydrates, a, a, a nice piece of meat or a, a protein, and at least three or four different veggies. So it's, it's a very, very well-balanced plate in front of you, and you have three meals a day, so it's very healthy and beautiful and colorful. Uh, Taste-wise, it, it also varies according to the area of Brazil that you are, but uh, I would say it's a tasty food, refreshing food, spice, it's, uh, let's say, a bit mild to spicy, it's not as spicy as Indian food or Thai food, for example. We love a bit of chili, but it's not that predominant. Yeah, what makes Brazilian cuisine so unique then? Uh, the fresh ingredients, the fresh, yes. the fresh and the colors. It sounds like a yeah, big emphasis and, on and, the ingredients. And, yes, yeah. exactly. Because we are blessed on the sense that we have a lot of crops, we have many land, right, to produce food, mm -hmm. to to raise cattle, to to have meat, to raise chickens and everything. So we have available fresh food and this is amazing. Yeah. In the next episode, we'll talk uh, to Agnes a little bit more about some popular Brazilian dishes. But one more question for this last episode. Are there any sort of special ingredients used? Like when I think of or, or spices used uh, in Brazilian cooking that must haves, like when I think of Chinese cuisine, soy sauce, for example, or, uh, you know, are there any spices? It's staples. Yeah, yeah. staples, uh -huh. yeah. Uh, in Brazil, let's say, there is one oil that is very common in the cuisine from Bahia itself. Uh, it's a, the name is in Portuguese is dende oil. The translation in English is not so accurate, but let's say it's red palm oil. It's extremely fragrant. It's very, mo most commonly used in fish stews or seafood stews. It gives a beautiful color, just for you to imagine. The color, it, it tints the whole stew. And it looks like turmeric, that yellowish, but a little bit more on the orange undertone. And the it's extremely fragrant, and it changes the, the flavor profile of the dish. It makes uh any any seafood stew that you put the dende oil it will be killer amazing do you cook in the dende oil or do you sort of pour heat it up and pour in it on the, top in the specific uh, seafood stew we just use it as a seasoning ah. but for example there is another very famous dish in brazil the acarajé which is also from bahia state province uh the it's it's a bean dough a dough made out of bean and it's deep fried in dende oil and they then they cut it open imagine a bun a chinese bun a steamed bun but this one is 
it's a bean dough made uh, and then deep fried in the oil. They they cut it open and put some some shrimps and cilantro and uh, spicy salsa with a lot of chili on it. It's amazing. You, you can't tell Agnes, but I'm actually drooling under my mouth. Yeah, my my mouth is full of water as well. So <laughs> Just by describing the dish. I'm sure our listeners are really getting a, a taste and a flavor of Brazilian food. Agnes will be back again next week to talk about about some popular Brazilian dishes. And before I let you go, um, Agnes, have you got a website or social media? How can our listeners uh, uh, follow your work? Yes, I have my profile on Instagram, which is at Chef Agnes Lasso. Excellent. Well, we'll chat again next week. Thank you so much. Thank you.